I can't hear. Maricita, can you hear me? I can't hear.
Marikita, I don't know if you can hear me, but I can't hear you or myself. Can you hear me now? I think maybe you can now. I can hear you now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to let you take over. <laughs> well, I thought it was me. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? Uh... <laughs> well, thanks everyone for your patience. Like I said, you never know what's going on. I'm over here at my church and I'm making sure my dog's not getting into trouble. But here we are talking about families. Well, that's <laughs> right. And I'm glad we've got a nurturing mother here to calm us all down. Everybody breathe. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Tricia. Tell us yes. about you and tell us about your vegan and plant whole food plant based journey. Oh, definitely plant-based, definitely um, hardcore, 110% vegan. Um, yeah, so, you know, I went vegan. It's been a year, about a year and a half now. And um, for me, it was very sudden. We uh, actually saw the Dairy is Scary video. And um, from there, it was just, I just emptied our fridge and I was just... Um, you know, shocked. I was absolutely shocked. I had no idea. I had always pictured a little milkmaid milking a cow on a stool in a nice quiet farm in the middle of nowhere. And um, as a mom, you know, seeing what those cows, uh, mother cows endured and losing their babies, it just hit really deep for me. And um, I, I think I realized at that time I'm, I'm an empath with when it comes to animals for sure. And since then, you know, any videos I see, I can automatically feel that pain and uh, suffering. So uh, for me, it was all about the animals. Uh, we had been mink, like, you know, testing it out a little bit. Um, prior to that, my husband went vegan a few months. Um, not, I wouldn't say went vegan. He stopped eating, you know, meat um, a few months prior to that. And uh, it just kind of all came together. Now, looking back, it was just this it was meant to be type of thing. So um, from there, I turned my in-home daycare into a uh, full-on vegan daycare. I don't have any vegan children in my care. Uh, but the beautiful thing about that is, is that um, they're eating four plant-based meals a day here. Whereas if they were somewhere else, they wouldn't be. So hopefully planting seeds in that form as well. And then from there, I felt like that wasn't enough. And I started <clears throat> Compassion Rising, which was kind of my way of offering a space that wasn't there when I went vegan, you know, a space for families and parents and hopefully eventually even childcare providers to come and uh, find community and find support from experts like, you know, Dr. Lee Ettinger, uh, Dr. Angela Crawford, Dr. William Tuttle, and, and so many more um, around the aspects of mindfulness, yoga and meditation, health, um, you know, 
the psychology, all of those things, kind of giving people a space and an outlet to have those things. We're still in the infancy of Compassion Rising. We just launched in January. So there's still um, a lot going on behind the scenes, but my goal is to really offer this space that I I didn't have. I found you, luckily, when, when I first went vegan and that was such a, a blessing. Um, but it was definitely something I could have used was like-minded families going through the same thing. And um, that was kind of the where Compassion Rising started. Yeah, that's amazing. What's wonderful is there's a few great things here is that you're such an early vegan, a new vegan, and you've taken action. And I love the way that, well, the way that you sought out help, sought out people, and that also that you realize that even though the children are not vegan, they're still getting those those plant-based vegan meals. So that's wonderful, right? That's a, right. That's a very, all this is very positive. So yeah, it's a, those are tons of seeds and, and it's just very exciting what you're doing. Thank you. So, yeah. And so what would you say your biggest struggle was uh, as a as a young vegan mother? And what what about when you switched to vegan? What, what, was, what did your children think? Well, I was very honest with my kids. I didn't sugarcoat much. I let them know why. I said, you know, when we eat animals, they have to kill them. And, you know, the way they do it, um, there's no such thing as humanely killing someone who doesn't want to die and they don't want to die. Um, so my kids, my daughter never, um, you know, uh, she, she never actually enjoyed, um, eating meat when we did eat it, she would always pick it out. So for her, she's like, I don't care. Um, I also did some things like I would make, I used to make turkey wraps with deli, deli meat. And I started buying, um, this was prior to the actual like boom awakening, but I started buying the tofurkey slices and uh, vegan cheese and or plant-based cheese and, and making them like wraps with it without telling them. And then they would eat those and I wouldn't say anything and they'd eat them and I'd be like, was that good? And they're like, yeah, that was really good. Okay. And then I still wouldn't say anything. And after, you know, five or six times, I was finally like, you know, those wraps you've been eating have are vegan. Oh my gosh, I didn't know. So it wasn't something that they, that they put into their minds before they put it into their mouth. Um, you know, it was just, we're just eating as normal and they just took it in and, and it was kind of easy. But when it came to, you know, really, the, the awakening for me and my family, it was very much about the animals and explaining to them. Um, we also did visit our local sanctuary, Love and Arms, who we're very close to, and we got to be with them. And we got to, you know, my daughter's laying on um, um, one of the cows, Tito. He's basically been raised there, so he thinks he's a dog. And she's laying on them and they're looking into their eyes and just this connection was made very instantly. We've always loved animals, but when you don't know what you don't know, um, you know, it, it makes it very different. So it was, it wasn't hard. Um, it was just honest is the, the word that comes to mind. It was very honest, very um, just truthful. This is why. And then my daughter got into activism with me with, um, anonymous for the voiceless. So, you know, we're holding the TVs and I, you know, let her know if you look at these images, you can't unsee them. So, you know, that's up to you. If that's what you want to do, that's fine, but you can't unsee them. I don't look at them. And, um, 
and I don't, you know, I don't want to see those things, but, um, so she was just very, it was just honest. I mean, that's, that's all you can do is just be honest with them. Don't sugarcoat it and just very gently let them know. I mean, we didn't sit down and watch Dominion together or anything like that. Um, I don't want to scar them, but we, I, I was just very honest about what happens to the animals and how, when we eat, um, these packaged, you know, products that look like, not like a sentient being, um, that, that we're contributing to that suffering. And do you want to contribute to that suffering? And of course they always said no. And, you know, my son just turned six and he's all about, you know, he's just all about it, man. It's just amazing when they know, they know, and we're born with that innate seed. We all are. We love animals from birth, you know, kids, they love animals. That's why there's petting zoos and stuff, which are not okay in our book either, but they want to pet them. They want to love on them. And they don't make that connection at an early age that that's what they're eating is this cute chicken that's, you know, clucking around or the cow that they're petting. There's no connection made and society very much makes it so that connection is not made. It's very much a um, hidden, you know, from, from, from them and from, you know, adults as well. So. Yeah, you're, you're, you're very right about that, that, that we, we, that we don't make that connection. We did as, as children, but then, then everything becomes very foggy and cloudy and it's easy to not recognize. So what, what about, what about when they went vegan and they went to class or they they were interacting with other children? What, what, how did they handle those situations? Um, well, you know, I didn't put a lot of thought into that when we went vegan. Um, I'm definitely someone who doesn't care about what people think. Um, so I've taught my kids to not care about what people think. And it's, um, just a lot of misunderstanding. If someone, you know, is bullying you or being mean to you, it's because they don't understand. And that's really their problem, not yours. Um, so my son was in preschool at the time. And, and so for him, it was more like he would <laughs> tell the kids that were eating like a cheese stick, like that comes from a cow and that hurts the cow. And the teacher would talk to me and say, your son's saying these things. I'm like, well, he's just being honest, but I'll talk to him, you know? And uh, I actually had a situation with this teacher who said, you know, she's, he keeps saying that the kids that are eating cheese are hurting the cows. And that's not, that's not me. I'm like, it still hurts the cows. And I use that moment to enlighten her and say, actually the dairy industry is very cruel. And I just kind of went into activism mode and very gently let her know that no, actually it's really horrific what they do to the mother cows. Um, and she was just kind of like, Oh, wow. Um, but my daughter was in fourth grade when we went vegan and she was really into activism. So I felt she was very empowered and she took every opportunity she could to uh, tell kids that like, Ooh, you know, you know where that comes from to the point where I had to be like, look, babe, make sure they ask if they're not asking, don't just go up to people and, you know, totally activate your activism on them. Like just <laughs> give them a minute to like <laughs> ask questions. So kids did ask questions and um, why are you vegan? And she would definitely use that opportunity to say, well, I don't want to hurt animals and, you know, the animals really suffer. And so it really came to a point where kids were more curious and we're blessed in that way because I have talked to people who, um, have dealt with like bullying or things like that. And my daughter never really did. There's been a couple, you know, kids that are like, oh, I love eating hamburgers or I love eating this in front of her. And she's like, like, I don't have time for you. And that's just, and, and, and then it never 
continued because she didn't give them her energy or her time. And she'd always tell me about it. And I'd be like, good job, you know, and the school was actually very supportive. Um, I think one thing that we did run into was they were doing like a plant. Um, it was an exhibit on plants or like a learning, a lesson on plants. And they were teaching the kids that to, in order to get your plant protein, uh, you need to eat animals. And they would show videos of the animals eating the plants. And this is why we eat beef. And this is why we eat chicken is because they eat plants. And my daughter was like, what the hell? And she came home and was like, mom, they're teaching these kids, not even her, because she knows. She's like, they're teaching these kids in my class this. And I was like, oh, no. So those were the things where I would very kindly send an email and say, I don't want my daughter watching this. She knows that she can eat plants to get her her nutrition from plants that she doesn't need to eat animals. And it is very much against our morals and values and beliefs. And if you could please pull her out of these um, lessons. Um, so they did, and they would put her down in the office and she would do like astronomy and stuff. And she loved that. And um, so it's just little things like that, but you just, you just can't worry about them. You just, it, you take them in as they come, as they come. Okay. I'll deal with this. And and doing it that way and, and just letting go of it was just really super easy. I can't really remember a time where I was like, oh my gosh, this is so hard on me and my family. It never was like that. And mostly because we know why we are doing this and there's nothing that compares to that. I always say we'll eat rocks before I'll ever, you know, contribute to suffering of, an, of another uh, sentient being. And so when you have that strong morality um, it just doesn't, none of that matters. It's kind of like foo-foo. It's like, okay, well, we'll deal with that as it comes. Well, that's beautiful. I love their attitude and I love the strength that you gave to them as they were growing. So they were already ready to handle this. They watched you and they learned from you. That's beautiful, Trisha. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting some great comments here. Let me, um, so Claudia's here. She says, hi, lovely vegans. I'm late, but I'm here. Better late than never, right? We're running a little late. We're so late all too. <laughs> all good We're here. the late vegans around here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. And then we've got um, someone is saying, yes, kids know if you hold up a chicken in one hand and an apple in another and ask a child if they want something to eat, they will without even thinking about it, reach out and take the apple. They wouldn't Absolutely. think of a live chicken. Yes. Yes. So true. It's not natural. Amen to that. Right. And uh, Gary Yorofsky um, talks about that. Sorry to interrupt you. Gary Yorofsky no, talks about if you put a pig and an apple in a baby's crib, it's going to love on the pig, pet the pig and eat the apple. It's very instinctual. It's um, where society conditions us to, to do these things. So you're right. You're right. Of course we're going to, want to pet the pig and play with the, the animals. So that's a great point. And so here's Ellen, who she's working a lot with young children as, as she's teaching them to, to um, sew. She teaches the values of compassion towards animals. And she's saying, I had a nine-year-old tell me this week that she just learned hot dogs are made out of pigs. I was able to counsel her that she can instead have a veggie dog. I think this helped empower her. I feel I'm sure it did. Oh yeah, absolutely. Those right. moments are beautiful too. When a child actually asks, um, it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not imposing my beliefs. Like they're asking, I'm, I'm going to honestly answer. And I would go have lunch with my son um, at his school and we would be eating or, and you know, if a child asked or even my daughter, more so my daughter, because the kids were older, 
um, they would ask me, why did you go vegan? Or I had one kid, he said, would it offend you if I ate a steak in front of you? And I was like, no, but, um, you know, I'm sure that the cow that you're eating probably wouldn't appreciate that. And he kind of like looked at me and it was just kind of like my way of responding to kind of a smart ass question. But those things you also have to take, like I'm the adult, this is the child and I'm not going to let this child control my emotions. Um, but just kind of with a smile, you know, saying no, but you know, the suffering that, that, that cow endured was I'm sure, um, something you wouldn't want to contribute to. And he's just kind of looking at me. So it's taking these opportunities where children actually ask or they're learning, um, and, and really using those as a moment to educate. Yeah. And these, what we're learning here is very applicable to adults too. I think that's a great response yeah. also. And, and remaining calm because we, we all are in these situations. So absolutely. Yes. And, and I really, I was, I was walking through the farmer's market today and I was thinking, gosh, I'm feeling a lot of hatred, a lot of anger towards people. Right. And this is not who I want to be. Right. I, I felt like angry at the person that was blowing up balloons because I was thinking these balloons are killing the environment. So it's I have to redirect myself, you know, and to remember that we all are on the journey. And just like that person probably doesn't know how much the balloons are hurting the environment. You know, I didn't realize things either. And so not mm -hmm. to, you know, have to reel in, you know, just redirect <laughs> myself. Absolutely. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard. Um, it's not easy. And um, I, I call it zooming out. Um, I zoom out a lot because uh, going to the store has definitely been something that I always say, I hate going to the store. I hate and using those strong words and then being like, actually, I'm really grateful that the store offers vegan options because even five, 10 years ago, the options that we have now were not available. And so I'm so grateful that the store offers these options. I'm grateful I'm able to afford uh, to eat this way and, um, uh, eat in a way that aligns with my values and morals. And so kind of changing your perspective on it is what you have to do. Otherwise it's just, we're torturing ourselves really. I mean, it does nothing. It doesn't, doesn't, you know, carrying around that kind of resentment does not affect anyone at the store. It doesn't affect the agriculture industry. Uh, it just affects you uh, and and it makes you a very angry, bitter person. And I'm still working on that. I'm still, you know, young in my vegan journey. And I still walk around kind of with this resentment towards everyone. And um, it doesn't help. It doesn't help me and it doesn't help my family and it doesn't help the animals. So it's coming from a different place with those kind of situations and zooming out with those exactly you're right it doesn't help the animals it's not helping the planet and it's not helping us right it wasn't helping me to be angry at everyone i looked at and thinking why are you in line for barbecue right that doesn't help at mm -hmm. all but you know it's it, what helped it was you know for me to go around and ask and, and i was recently in a, in our in our sessions with claire mann that we're doing at we did it dot health right now with her uh, mm. vegan voices communication we were talking about that and she was recommending that we go up and just automatically assume they have vegan products like oh what's your what's the best vegan product you have right so i tried that today so i like that yeah yeah i love that so we're learning a lot in that class but yeah and, and learning from children as well is so important and and making sure i love the way that your children are and they're not 
not held in that anger, right? So that you're giving them and that you're giving them what they need. And someone else, Kristen is saying here, you seem like such a wonderful example for your children. So beautiful. Thank you. Um, that that's one of the things I think is that's, that's not easy is not getting so wrapped up in my own emotions that I have to remember my children are watching. And I know even my son has made comments like, well, they're not vegan. So we're not friends with them. And I'm like, Oh, he got that from somewhere me. Um, and so I have to kind of redirect that and say, no, they will be vegan one day. And we have to be kind to everyone because humans are animals too. And, and I'm talking to myself as I'm talking to him because, um, you know, it's just not easy. <laughs> and especially when you're a parent, it's not easy because I know for me, I'm, I'm full of a lot of anger and resentment towards everything I've ever been taught through towards the conditioning that I've gone through towards my parents for raising me this way. Um, and even, you know, my parents have come a long way. They've, they've started making vegan meals for us and stuff, but um, it's just, it's, it's still really hard when you know that, that they're still eating those things, but just realizing that everyone's on their own time and every, you can't change anybody. You can only change how you react to people, how you react to circumstances. You can only change yourself. And I just know we as a family are not contributing to the suffering of animals. And that is all I can do from my end. Um, I can educate. And, and, and when I have opportunities, educate if people want it, if they don't, you're talking to a tree because they're not listening um, and, and kind of living from that space. I love the, uh, what Claire Mann said, how um, would she be talking to someone who'd say they were animal lovers and she would say, oh, so you're vegan. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and that is a animal lovers are vegan. You know, you can't love animals and eat them. And I didn't realize that myself. I've always loved animals. I didn't realize that, um, that, or that connection never was made. It's that cognitive dissonance and it was never made for me. So, but I love that being like, Oh, so you're vegan. And then to be like, well, no, I'm not. Oh, well, I assumed because you love animals that you were vegan. <laughs> I love that, that how she, how she kind of did that when she talked about that. Um, in one of your guys' shows, it was just so wonderful. So I love that, that taking that um, angle on it, you know? Yeah, she has a lot of great tips, so. Definitely, <laughs> she does. Yeah, definitely. All right, so I, we got another good comment here from Ellen. Trisha, you're right, it's a journey. I was also mad at everyone in the store. Now I feel compassion and, sor and sorry for the people when I see them in the grocery store, when I see what's in their cart. Yeah, I feel sorry too for them. Mm. And making sure, like, I've made it a goal before I go in, I'll say, you know, universe, please guide me through the store with gratefulness. And then I go in and I also don't look at people's carts anymore. I can't. What's the point? Um, and that was always, I was always like, what's in their cart? Oh, dead body parts, you know, and then I'm mad at them and they don't care, nor do they know. And I'm not going to go up to them and say anything. So why? why drain my energy? And so I've just stopped, like I've made it a very strong point. I also like listen to like audible or something. So I'm in my own world. I just get in, have my list, I get out and I don't look in people's carts and, um, cause I already know what's in their carts. So why, like, what's the point of, of doing that? And then, um, if I do happen to like yesterday, I was at, um, sprouts and the gentleman had a big rack of ribs, 
um, you know, and to me, I see it as a cow's rib. I don't see it as food. And of course, my instant reaction, that natural reaction was anger. And so I transformed that into saying, universe, please help him awaken. Please, please help him awaken to what he's eating when he eats that suffering. Um, please help him in some form, f- you know, feel that suffering of that animal and then let it go. You know, offer it, you say, please help that person awaken and then let it go and move on. And and it was gone. And you, you start to do that all the time. You know, I'll see slaughter trucks when we drive up to our sanctuary. I'll see the trucks with the cows and I um, just say, please help that driver awaken to what he's contributing to and then let it go. What else can you do? And in some way it feels like it helps. Uh, me anyway. Yeah, that's very true. And, and I think about Dr. Will Tuttle, who has mm. really talked about compassion for that slaughterhouse worker. I mean, they're really suffering too, just like the animals. And right. it's really, it's, I mean, well, this, this whole system, is just poisoning us. So totally. once you're trapped in that system and you're, you're not aware. So yeah, I love what you're saying about mindfulness before going into the store. This, these right. are great techniques and, and your journey really of awareness and knowing that we're, we're all learning every day more and more right just to, on this learning process of how to live in peace and how to help others live in peace yeah so tell it's me not more. Easy. yeah it's not easy tell me more about compassion rising so um you know like i mentioned before there if you go within um the membership platform and become a member there is a space for um, kind of like on Facebook where there's like a news feed where people can interact with one another. There's also space to create groups. Um, say you're a teacher who's vegan, you can go in and create a vegan group for teachers and then they can join that group and you guys can have your own conversation about what it's like to be a teacher who's vegan in schools that don't support that. Um, you know, there's so much stuff. I, I have my um, expert panel they're in the platform as well and they offer free resources whether it's um, like one of my experts Angie Ringler she is the founder of Tangi products and they're all you know obviously plant-based economically sustainable products and she offers discounts uh, Dr. Ettinger offers extremely amazing discounts to his online programs which is uh i've you know i have them the programs i've taken them myself and they're so amazing especially if you're a new uh plant-based mom or dad uh or you're you're you know kind of curious these these programs that he offers are just so enlightening and there's discounts through my membership uh, to these different experts and uh, what they're doing and my goal with that with getting the experts was to kind of push people into these different spaces and uh, awaken is the word that I use the most, just like, Oh, what is this person about? And then you go in there and you learn something. What is this person about? One of my experts, Becky Shuttleworth, she is the founder of Boomba, uh, Boomba kids and it is a yoga and meditation and she's vegan. And that's her way of, um, kind of spreading the message as she does, you know, yoga and meditation for children. So she offers discounts on her programs. And one of the uh, big pieces that I hope to um, get going as far as like childcare facilities is the uh, Think Equal curriculum. Um, Leslie Udwin is the founder of Think Equal, and it's an empathy-based curriculum. 
I wouldn't say it's vegan. It really doesn't have anything to do with what we eat, but it is about compassion and empathy to, um, you know, all beings about equality. And the thing that I loved is all the books that she, she uses for all of her uh, curriculum have animals in them and have different colored children in them. And, um, you know, there's just so many beautiful things about it. So she's partnered with me and that's one of the things that, um, I mean, you could certainly get it without being a member. You can go to think equal and order it. But, um, one of my packages that I offer and it has the think equal curriculum, um, as part of it. And I'm a, I'm a certified think equal teacher as well. So actually the cool thing is I use think equal in my daycare. Um, so I, I have all the resources and I use all of those resources within my daycare, which is separate from compassion rising. So, um, there's just so much to do in there and it, you know, again, it's in its infancy. It hasn't completely taken off yet and that's fine. Um, I'm just really wanting to create that space and, and let people know that it's there and that there are people there. Eventually I'd love to start doing some coaching um, a vegan parent coaching groups and one-on-one. -on -one. So that's kind of, uh, in the future, something I'm thinking about doing. Um, and I think it has so much room for growth. There's nothing like it out there right now. There's no space that's created like this right now. So, uh, I think there's just a lot of potential for growth for sure. Well, you're right. Definitely. There's, there's very few resources, so we really need this. And, and, and speaking of that, we've got some great other guests coming up in the month. We've got yes. Dr. Lee Edinger. Yeah. So tell us about Dr. Lee. <laughs> oh, I love him. Um, so Dr. Lee has been just someone who's really supported me. And really, um, I, I actually found Dr. Edinger when I kind of found you and um, found Dr. Claire Mann. I was searching for support. Uh, in the beginning of my journey, I was like, God, somebody help me, like help me figure out why I'm doing this and that I'm going to be okay. And everything's going to be okay. Cause I was definitely going through that dystopia that Dr. Claire Mann talks about and still am definitely still am, but it's gotten better and easier with support. Um, but Dr. Ettinger was someone who really, I would watch his, uh, YouTube videos. I found him, I think maybe you, somebody interviewed him and I saw him and I was like, Ooh, and that's when I found him on YouTube and I started watching his videos and I started learning as a mom health wise, why this was so important. And for me, I hadn't really looked into that. It was more the animals, the animals, the animals. I didn't care if it was for health, you know, but, um, Dr. Ettinger really kind of opened that door for me. And when I reached out to him as, uh, becoming an expert on my panel, he was just so supportive and he really believes in what I'm doing. And he's just been such a big supporter to me. And so, um, I'm just a huge fan of him and everything he's doing. And I wish we had, you know, hundreds, thousands of more doctors, pediatric doctors like him out there. Yeah, I do too, but it's, he's such a blessing of blessing. Yeah. blessing. Yes. And so that's exciting. So, and we also have Cheryl Moss. Tell us about oh, yeah. Cheryl. I love Cheryl. So Cheryl and I met, um, you know, that's, a, I have to say a side note is that doing this has just been such a blessing because I've met such amazing vegans and they're doing amazing things. And it's just really propelled me into the space of like, I want to do something too. And I found purpose as not only just becoming vegan for the animals and 
um, for my family and, you know, for the environment, but I found like, ah, you know, I just turned 40 and here it is like, here's my purpose in life, period. Like there's no, there's, this is why I'm here is to create change. And so Cheryl is someone I met, um, her books are actually at the sanctuary we go to. They're children's books and they're beautiful. And I wish they're upstairs. I wish I had them right here to show you. I will be interviewing her um, this month, which will be wonderful. And we can, we'll go through her books, but these books are beautifully illustrated. And, you know, the thing that I love about what she's doing is kids, you know, young kids love, just love colorful books. So they'll pick it up and read it. When you pick up her book and read it, these are books about animals and they're, they're about, veganism and, and the sentience of animals. So as a child, you know, they're very open to whatever and they're reading this and like, oh, oh. And so my daughter, when the, when we got her books, my daughter took the books to school and shared them with her class. And they were all just very interested in them. All these kids were just like, wow, I never thought of it that way. And Eliana, my daughter said that she got such a huge reaction from these kids and these books. So what a beautiful way to put the message out in kind of like a nonchalant way, right? Like you're not pushing anything. You just, they're just books. Um, but there's something that kids will pick up and read and get that message without being, without it being forced on them. And, and my hope, you know, a lot of children go home to their kids. They find things out that they didn't know and they go home. And I've heard about families that went vegan because their children came home and changed their minds about it. Um, what better, what better, you know, role model to have than your children. And I know if my kids came home and were like, mommy, I don't want to eat animals. I'd really be like, Oh God, like, what am I, what am I doing? It would make me think more than if just some random person off the, off the street was telling me about it. My kids would definitely be someone that I would listen to. Um, so if they're seeing these books in schools and they're reading them in the libraries, what better way to, you know, create change than, than that. So, um, I love what she's doing. And again, once I, uh, we have her on the show and interview her, it's going to be wonderful to see these books. They're just beautiful. And I have them, um, right up on the front coffee table in my front room. So they're, when I do like tours for my daycare, they're the first thing people see. And I read them with my daycare kids. And it's just a, a beautiful way to start creating change at a young age with children. Yeah, and that's that's the difference. I mean, well, when we when we're working with children, we have to use different techniques. And so I mm -hmm. love that, like like Ellen with the sewing and then Cheryl Moss with the books. And definitely I, I love that. And what would you say to a, a young family that's that's just gone vegan and and they're getting get, getting a hard time from other family members or maybe pediatricians or they're saying that you know, they're just feeling overwhelmed by all the comments. What would you say to that family? Um, live through your truth. hundred um, percent. The people that are telling you this or that pediatricians, they're just, they're just humans. That's a title. That's a label, a doctor. That's all just labels. Um, they're just humans that have been conditioned as well by society. And they're just trying to tell you what they've, you know, been taught. And, um, you know why you're doing this. I knew why I was doing it. I saw, uh, for me, I didn't need to see a lot to understand um, the horror that is happening to these beautiful sentient animals. And that was enough. I mean, so live through that truth, live through knowing and find community, find people that understand what you're going through. We're out here. We're here. Um, you just have to look and 
the more of us that come together and build these communities, the more awakening that can happen with, with other families that just don't know. I mean, they just don't know. I didn't know. And I had my best friend has been vegan for five, six years now. And she would try to show me videos or she would talk about the things she was doing. And I didn't want to hear it because I know they have to be killed some form, but I didn't want to change. Change is hard. Change is uncomfortable. We live in a society that makes it so that we don't have to change. And uh, a lot of people don't like that. And so I would just say, really, you know, live from your truth. And if you're, if they're, if you're, you know, thinking about going vegan, there's a reason for that thought process. Something's happening there. There's some kind of chemistry or energy that's happening. Why am I even thinking this way? There's a reason. So nurture that and, and really find the community that you need. Um, whatever it may be for me, it was activism. Um, but that might not be the the outlet for some people, but I found amazing vegan friends and they're still my friends today. And I have a huge community of, of vegan friends that are doing this for the animals, but whatever, whatever reason, um, just find community and live through your truth and don't let any outside noise deter you from your, your reason for your and your family's um, decisions. Yeah, I love that. So you're really living in alignment with your life and teaching your children to stand strong and live in alignment with their values, right? And you know exactly what you want. And that's that's so important. Yeah. And you have this, this great platform to, to help others that are struggling in this area. And I love the way that you're also continuing with your self-development. So possible, you know, coaching other families yeah. and they really need that. Right. So. Thank you. Yeah, I could have used it myself. So, um, you know, it's taken a lot of time to, and I'm still going through the process, you know, I'm still having to take care of myself first because I can't help my kids and I can't help anyone, the animals, especially if I'm not taking care of myself. So I've realized through my journey that um, I need to honor my feelings. Some of those being, you know, right now I'm in a space where I can't watch videos and I can't, um, I can't do those things right now. It doesn't help my heart. It brings my energy down. I'm aware of it. And so I have to honor that. That's just where I'm at. In the beginning, I was, I was out there. Um, I was watching the videos. I was doing the work, but there was something different within me. And through this growth process, now I realize like, okay, that's not where I'm at right now. I can't do that because it brings me down to a really low energy and I just can't, I can't be a part of that right now, maybe in the future, but I try to live in the present. I mean, that's huge. Like I just try to be here today, right now, not think about yesterday, not think about tomorrow, not constantly thinking about what the animals are going through. They're going through it. They've been going through it. And um, all I know is that my actions and choices and, and the things that I'm teaching my family are not contributing to that. And, and that's the most change I can make in this present moment today. Yes, that's exactly true. I don't think about, I mean, I can't think about it. Just like you're saying, I also cannot watch those videos when I'm watching, going through my feed and I see something. I mean, it takes me a while to get over that. Just, oh, yeah. just one, you know, it's like that really, and I have things that I saw a couple of weeks ago just by the feed and it's just like, oh my gosh, but mm. yeah. And, and honoring, I love you that you're honoring the process. Like sometimes, yes, you're out there doing all this 
different kinds of activism because what you're doing is activism but but to know right. hey you know i need to take a step back relax and just decompress and just get back into a, a, a space where i feel like i'm ready to move forward again and in, in a different area so you right. know that's great mindfulness and really important to know about you and to show your children how to do this. We don't have to go like on overdrive all the time, but we have to have right. a balanced life. Totally. I think a big thing too, I realize is I am so grateful to not be like everybody else. I'm so grateful that we're the weird ones. It, you know, like hopefully everyone will be the weird ones, but right now and, and making sure my children understand that, you know, you're special, you're, you're, you're making a difference. That's why you're not like everyone else. And that's beautiful, you know, and honoring that too. Um, just really being grateful that we're not like everyone else, that we're now standing outside the herd of people that are walking together, doing the same things, you know, and we're different and we're walking against that. And that's something that I think is really uncomfortable for people, especially going vegan. It's like, oh my God, we're so out of place. And now I'm grateful, man. And I know why too. So that makes it easier when you, when you know your why and you're really strong about your why, um, that makes a huge difference. So just really honor where you're at. Um, don't let the out, outside noise in and find community for sure. Yes, definitely. And, and, and nurturing that compassion that's already in, in children's hearts, right? It's there. Yeah. It's there. It's always been there. It'll always be there. It's just, um, it's been conditioned out. So we have to go in and do the work. And I do appreciate all the activists that are able to watch the activists that go in and get jobs in there to take those video footages, bless them. And I love that there's so many different types of people that are making this all come together in some form to create a vegan world. Um, we all have a place. You'll find yours. Just continue to nurture your innate seed of compassion and be open, like open to the universe. When you open up to the universe, the universe opens up to you. I tell my kids that all the time. Um, we're so used to judging everything, all the thoughts, all the blah, 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 the inner noise. Um, just let it go and let the, let, let your true intuition like shine through on what's right and what's wrong. Exactly, because we don't ever know what our path will be. <laughs> so we're just yeah. exploring and, and opening up and being mindful. And I love this. I love your journey, Trisha, and I love what you're sharing with everyone. So it looks like we're coming down to the end of the hour, but is there any final words or making sure that everyone knows where they can find you? Sure. Um, just Compassion Rising on Facebook or um, CompassionRising.us is the website to my platform. There is a space in there where you can connect with me directly and ask questions. Um, also, you can DM me, direct message me through Facebook. I'm under uh, Trisha Vegan or Compassion Rising. Um, I am on Instagram as well. I'm not really into social media. It's not my jam. I try to stay away from the toxicity of those things as much as possible. But when it comes to, you know, this compassion rising, um, I do have the messages come through. Thank you. Yes. And and everyone, please remember that this is July month for We Did It Health. Please subscribe because we've got these great other ones. Uh, I didn't mention Meryl and Carrie. Um, can you tell us about them? They're coming at the end of the month. Um, Meryl, I think Carrie. those, yeah, those were ones Peter found that I'm not sure about. 
Yeah, uh, Danya is a friend of mine who's an activist that we invited on, and she's just a hardcore activist. She raised her son as a vegan activist from a young age, and she's just involved in so many things and has been a huge role model to me. Um, so she's someone that uh, hopefully we have on the show this month as well. Yeah, we're doing our best to get as much information out and please put it in the comments what you want to see and we really want to, to help you all and yeah Meryl and um, Carrie are really into the whole food plant based working with children so they're going to be right. really great and um, so this has been very powerful and thank you for being so vulnerable thank and you. I see your yeah. heart. Thank you. Thank you. You've been a huge part of my journey. You were there for me from the beginning. So I'm so appreciative of you. Well, thank you, Trisha. I mean, you really show me. I mean, you're a wonderful example of a new vegan taking charge. You didn't sit back and you did you did cry, which is normal and fine, but you yeah. got up and took action. So yeah. yes. Cry. Don't hold the tears in, man. Those build up. So let those babies out. There's a reason for tears. There's a reason for those, but they're meant to come out. So definitely cry and then and then get up and move and do something about it. Right. Definitely. We got to cry because yeah. I mean, if we didn't cry, we wouldn't be vegan. <laughs> yeah. That's true statement right there, sister. Yeah. And like I always say, you know, um, my, my thing is like children are our future. Compassion is the answer. Um, when we talk about creating a vegan world, our kids, it's our kids, it's creating vegan children. And um, that's where the future of a vegan world lies is within our children. So this month is super important talking with families and, and parents and caregivers about how we can nurture that seed within our children. So I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it. Well, thank you for leading us, Tricia. I'm really yes, thank honored. You. Thank All right. you. Thanks, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, Cassandra saying beautiful speech, Tricia. Thank you both for this enlightening live stream. Thanks everyone for watching and all your activism. Y'all are making a difference. We all are coming together. Right. So I'll just say namaste vegan. Namaste, namaste vegan. Yeah, namaste vegan. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.